It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Welcome to ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra. Coming up on today's show, DeJounte Murray is out for two weeks, and this might be the worst case scenario for the Atlanta Hawks. And they finally made a change, a QB1 up in Flowery Branch, but now what? And last but not least, and for the culture, Odell Beckham said, what? <laughs> That's all coming up on next, right here on ATL Day Ones. Let's go. This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. Just want to start off by saying thank you for making ATL Day Ones your first listener of the day. Remember, we're free and available wherever you download your podcast and wherever you download your podcast. Make sure you leave us a five-star review. Really appreciate that from you in advance. And today's episode of ATL Day Ones is brought to you by Bet Online. T, it just seems like it just keeps getting worse for the Atlanta Hawks because we found out yesterday that DeJounte Murray is going to be out for at least two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, we know how it is with the Hawks sometimes. You know, they might be a little bit longer than that or it might be a little bit shorter than that. But we at least know that at least he's going to be out for two weeks. And not only that, Trey Young wasn't feeling well yesterday, um, according to a report by uh, Lauren Williams for AJC, who covers the Hawks on a very thorough basis. Appreciate her for that. She said that, Trey Young did not practice. He stayed at the hotel because he wasn't feeling well. T, who's going to be on the court tonight for the Atlanta Hawks? (laughs) (laughs) That is such a great way to put it. Like, okay, so who are we going to count on? Now, we did get the most recent updated injury report, right? And DeAndre Hunter and Trent Forrest have both been upgraded to questionable. So, hey, that's somewhat encouraging. Right. You know, I'll keep watching to see if questionable goes to probable and if probable goes to available. So that should bring some help. But then I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of concerned. And on the other hand, don't really want especially Dre to come back because I don't want him coming back too early. That was already an injury that was lingering and just kind of finally caught up to him last week. So if he needs to go a few extra days at this point, it's going to literally be one and five as your starters it's going to be the bookends of trey young and clint capella and everybody else just mixes in anyway so for me you know who takes the court or who starts is going to be very interesting we're probably going to look at aj griffin back in that lineup we're probably going to 
uh, see Jalen Johnson as well. We we can prepare for for that. Right. Just don't know what in the world that means for the Hawks. And Jarvis, not just in this game, because this is not just a one game situation. This is almost feeling like 2021 all over again. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, like, we kind of hinted at, right, because, you know, a lot of people try to be calling for Nate McMillan's job and all mm-hmm. that stuff, and we was like, okay, the injuries. Yeah. And that they kind of, you know, we kind of chopped the season up last year to, you know, to injuries, and mm-hmm. is management and, and ownership going to accept that at this point? Right. And I think that but when you have Trey out, just John, mm-hmm. p- Trey potentially being out, sorry. Right. Trey, you know what I'm saying? That's Trey fair. potentially, Yeah, Trey potentially being out. Jante being out for the next two weeks. John Collins is going to be out for at least another week and a half or so. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the things that I feel like that's hardcore stuff that you have to really pay attention to. And I think that, you know, with DeAndre Hunter coming back, I think that that's a good look. But when you are talking about 80% of your, your – your or 60 to 80% of your lineup being out for a significant amount of time – that is going to hurt to you. I, I don't want anybody to say it. it's it's hard to argue against sixty to eighty percent of your starting lineup being out on a um, for a long period of time. And as we saw with the Hawks' efforts against the Rockets, as we saw with their efforts against the Thunder, as we saw with their efforts against the Magic, those teams that should be cupcake games by definition of NBA games, they right. weren't. So. Yeah. When you're now talking about you're going back to the magic again, you got the Bulls Sunday and you got the Grizzlies on the road in between. I mean, and that's just for starters, Jarvis. That's just for right. starters. It continues because they'll get the Bulls again and they're going to uh, get the Nets again, if I'm not mistaken. So you've got a lot of games and they got the Lakers, a lot of games in there for like, say, this next 10 game stretch where you're going to see most of that time where JC is out, DJ is out and like you said, Lord knows what this means for Trey. And if, God forbid, Dre Hunter comes back too soon or, or Bogan's yeah. back too soon, because right. after that 0 for 14 performance where 10 of those were his 0 for <laughs> at the three point line, it really just made me like wonder was his second game back in anomaly and was his first and third games back more where he is physically. Yeah, I think at, at the end of the day, T, when it comes to the Atlanta Hawks, I think it's going to be a lot of patience have to be expressed from all parties, uh, from players to coaches to management to yeah. ownership. Ownership. It's going to be, oh, oh, mostly and, fan base. Oh, and, the fan base. and the fan base as well. So, because like this is a hard thing to kind of you know deal with. Yeah. Because we were waiting for for Bogey to come back to see what that six man potential six man of the year looks like right you know that was that was what i had in my mind coming into the season i was like mm-hmm. all right once he gets healthy this can be a guy that can can help boost that uh, shooting percentage which is at 32 percent as a team which is probably less than average in the nba you know in the 30 team uh league so you know those are some of the things that i feel like we want to have to wait wait around a lot i think we're going to have to practice a little bit of patience and i think that People will understand, okay, mm-hmm. this is where this team is right now. They're dealing with a lot of crap on yeah. and off the court. Sure, and true, they're going to need true. some time to work this bad boy out. That's for mm-hmm. sure. So, but another thing that we don't have to worry about work being worked out is the fact that Stetson Bennett had a really good year this year. And he's been on a, a solid two years. And, yeah, and I was reading the story, T, 
that, that I thought was just so uh, influential when you mm-hmm. when you think about where he came from and and, yeah. and and I know how I used to feel and I'm almost feeling bad about how I used to evaluate Stetson Bennett because I are. tend to yeah I tend to kind of like see what the guys will be on the next level in the NFL because that's kind of how I kind of look, look at guys from a talent evaluation standpoint. Okay, how would it do being in the NFL? But I think that just evaluating Stetson Bennett for what he is and what he's accomplished in college, like there's no question as to his abilities and capabilities and what he's been able to accomplish on the field. But I think the cool thing about Stetson, though, and I want to get your opinion on this, I really feel like he just has a story to tell. Oh yeah, no. Question. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is this is this is just uh, it's almost movie like, and and, 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 and he's been, and I think almost, not nah, not almost. Sorry, I still got it's still a little old old Jarvis in there, right? This dude, life has been a straight up movie. T, like, how do you even put that into words? from not only going through it, experiencing it himself, but just um his just his mom and his dad talking about the experience and everything it just seems like it, it's it's just unreal yeah especially because when you hear Stetson Bennett talk about his goals his dreams his aspirations mm. not to say that he was limiting himself but you never really heard him talk about the NFL you've heard his parents mm. friends and even him talk about UGA that yeah. was always the goal. That was yep. the destination for him. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a huge piece there because like you said, most of us probably discounted him because we were comparing him to the ultimate measure, which is can you be, will you be, are you NFL ready? Right. Maybe that's not for everybody. Maybe folklore for him is UGA and being the greatest to ever, the best to ever do because you know he's not the greatest as far as the greatest QB ever. That That's up for debate. Right. But you could say he's the best ever because who in the heck has won that much? And when you look at his numbers and think about getting those numbers in the third quarter, uh, because typically he was, they tapped him out at the third quarter. But yeah, that story, even getting the Burlesworth Award a couple of days ago for walk-ons, like that's the whole yeah. point of the award. Right, yeah. Best walk-on in the entire country. So to yes. say that you're the best walk-on in the entire country and your story is like it is and it ends up as a Heisman Trophy story, even if he's not the winner, by the way, I think if dude doesn't place fourth, he won. Like for real, it's a win wow. for him. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that that's the that's the main thing, right? Like because the more and more you look at what he does, like you really dig into the numbers and you look at you know what he did against you know the Oregon's and the Tennessees and the LSU's of the world, he lit they butt up t like that dude was you talking about clutch and, and like i said when the, mm-hmm. the lights were the brightest stetson right. bennett shine and i think that he had heisman moments i think people just were ignoring them so i think that yeah. if we, we're going to really find out once they um the the results come out i think ultimately caleb williams wins the heisman trophy right. but we're going to okay. understand depending on where stetson end up being placed how mm-hmm. deep how uh how thoughtful these boulders are when it comes to uh evaluating whether or not these guys deserve to be the winner of that award and i think that that's going to be something that we're definitely going to keep an eye on and also got to give a shout out real quick shout out to brock bowers he won the Mackey award for 
for the best tight end in the country. Uh, shocking, right? <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm probably uh, Darnell Washington should have been right behind him. Got dog it because that dude, I <laughs> yeah, love. I can't wait good, to see right? what he right. Very good. He's been those guys are excellent blockers, just all around tight ends. I, I just love to see it. Um, watching those guys on each and every Saturday. We'll get a chance to check them out on December the 31st on New Year's Eve against the Ohio State Buckeyes. Yeah. If you're trying yeah. to figure out how to win some money for that bad boy, how about this? Before we got? take him to the win, before we take him to the win, we got to shout out our other guys because they were recognized uh, by Walter Camp last night as well. Walter so Camp, yeah. shout mm-hmm. out to Jalen Carter, shout out to Chris yeah. Smith, because those guys are beasts. We know Jalen Carter is going to be <sighs> in the conversation in April. Uh, My favorite player. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I was like, My guy. did Jarvis just like, skip over his guy? Uh, yes, so yeah, I did. he just wanted to kind of uh, <sighs> give them a world of credit because that was uh, they were acknowledged last night for winning. And also, for that matter, Brock Bowers made these, the second team for Walter Camp. So once again, Georgia just getting accolades on top of accolades. As well they should. They deserve it. When you talk about being on the brink of winning back-to-back national championships, we haven't seen that since the mid-'90s. <laughs> like, like It's been a long time since we've seen something like that. So, yeah, this yeah. is something that we're definitely going to be keeping an eye on. But, yeah, you're trying to figure out what it is, what's going on on December 31st, the Georgia Bulldogs second and on Ohio State Buckeyes. You want to get all the information that's going to get you right? Go to betonline.net because it is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs, find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. You guys check us out each and every day uh, for all your ATL sports needs. Go to Bet Online because they have podcasts with pertinent information that's going to help you win some money. So head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today because Bet Online is where the game starts. Yes, it does. And for a lot of people, whether you look at it as where the season starts, where the game starts, or where the evaluation process starts, that would be next Sunday, December 18th in my hometown as the Falcons head to take on the Saints, whatever. And uh, (laughs) y'all know y'all love my town. You might not love the team, but y'all love my town. Don't play. So, But uh, Desmond Ritter, we'll see if he hates it or loves it because he will be under center getting the start next Sunday as we broke that news yesterday and kind of shared with you guys our instant reaction. We also had some more deep dive thoughts on it as well. And so Jarvis kind of going back to that question. Here's the interesting thing. So many people sit on different sides of where they feel Desmond Ritter should be, whether it's next week or after the four game stretch, should he stay in that starter position for the remainder of the season? And I can't see him not being in that right. starter position for yeah, the, yeah. Remainder of the season, right? So mm-hmm. if you look at it that way, kind of thinking out loud, what are you looking for? Let's go to the first game and then let's expand it to the four games because I do think those expectations might be a little bit different. You be honest with you, like the first game for me, mm-hmm. um, being that the Arthur Smith is a guy that we know is going to run the football regardless of who's on the center, right? I don't, I don't think nobody can argue against that. Some mm-hmm. people may try to find one, but don't don't even try. He's a 12 personnel guy, two tight ends, run that bad boy and, mm-hmm. and, and get in some play action, right? And yeah. I think that's the, what I'm looking for. I want to see after they have been after they have some success running the football, mm-hmm. when they start going to play action, when they start um, taking shots downfield, that's the it. accuracy. Yeah. Accuracy on the deep ball. That's what I'm looking for because I think that, yeah, Arthur Smith made a decision 
to mostly because, hey, playoff chances are slim, and he basically said he's seen enough of Marcus Mariota, right? However you want to take that. But I think that the main reason why is what I saw in preseason. Mm-hmm. I'm going off of what I'm solely what I, what yeah. I saw. I like what I saw when you're talking about arm strength mm-hmm. and, and, and connecting with his wide receivers uh, right. deep down the field. That I think Desmond Ritter did a solid job regardless mm-hmm. of who he's throwing to, whether right. that be a sales clerk or assurance salesman. Who cares? Mm-hmm. He got it there, and he put it right where it needed to be in order for those guys to make a play. So yes. I think that's the first thing that I'm going to be looking for because mm-hmm. I, I think that, that Desmond Ritter was better. Uh, than Marcus Mario in mm-hmm. that particular specific category, and I yeah. think that that's going to be a. I feel like it's going to be a nice fit uh, in that first in the first game against New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I, I would say the same, and, and we talked about that. I mentioned that yesterday as well. So I'm going to stick to agreeing with the fact that I want to see another stretch of like seven runs because seven seems to be that number that yeah. we going with. I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, he runs. He's going to run, stuff it down your throat seven times, and then once he's worn you down. And once he gets you to thinking that the eighth play is going to be a run, then boom, there it is, play action time. And we both talked about yesterday the pain of seeing where the ball landed when Drake London could have easily taken it to the house. I don't think that same thing happens if Desmond Ritter is throwing that ball as long as as long as he gets the right protection up front, then he'll be fine. So got to win some battles in the trenches next week as well in order for us to see what he's really made up in that one area where he we think he has an advantage. Now, as far as the four-game stretch goes, I think for me it's this. As long as he shows progression, and that can be in any area, Jarvis. That right. can be in decision-making, whether you have to throw the ball away at a point. That can be in making the decision to run down the field when all of your uh, options are covered and you and and speaking of that i guess 2a would be that and 2b would be there for you've read through your progressions because right. we know that's not exactly a thing but reading through his progressions because honestly i don't think he's not mariota but i also don't think people give him enough credit to be able to scramble and have and be able to run and get himself out of trouble and the third thing is if he does get in trouble let's say he has a really bad start right a first half where he interceptions he gets sacked qb hits and all that what does it look like the second half of that saints game and then what do we see as i'll say mental mistakes or decision making that doesn't go well in game one does it progress in games two three and four that's what i'm looking for and and i think that i think you make a really good point because i think that desmond ridd is the type of guy that i i want him to stay true to himself and Mm -hmm. i think that whether he throws a pick or whether you know, Arthur Smith gets on him and we talk and it was very well documented how much he got on him in the preseason yeah. game. And yeah. and Desmond Riddle was like, hey, that's a part of the game. And I get it. And I understand mm-hmm. that that's mm-hmm. the type of stuff. That was the type of responses that I want to see. Yeah. Not only, you know, saying, hey, yeah, my coach gonna get on me. Hey, mm-hmm. it happens. But yeah. guess what? I'm gonna stay true to who I am. And yeah. I want him to take those chances because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's you want the that can be an asset for you. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy being able to squeeze the ball in there. And I know for a fact Desmond Riddle will be able to do that. We saw yes, that. Mm-hmm. I saw that going to training camp mm-hmm. and, and in the preseason games. He will yes. try to squeeze the ball in there. Yeah. And I have no issue with that. So I want him Me to either. just stay true to who he is. And, and, and if he makes a mistake, hey, flush that bad boy and keep yep. it moving and still try to go out there and make plays. Indeed. I, I agree. And I think another thing that I'll be uh, kind of looking for is – 
kind of how what what's his bounce back and what's the bounce back and what's the the tone and the timber of the rest of the team right because right. we kind of saw coming out of the gates and for weeks and weeks and weeks there was positive feedback right on, on Mario to like the offense was squarely behind him his receivers his tight ends his running backs everybody was in support of him as being their leader and being QB one and we're riding with him okay now that you got a different one let's see how all of what we saw, the maturity, right? Uh, the the embracing leadership from uh, Desmond Ritter. Let's see if we get to see that one more time uh, this coming Sunday. It'll be very, very interesting. And you know what else is interesting? Locked On Sports Today, guys. Anytime you can get a look into Locked On Sports Today, you should check them out because they'll take a story like this. And of course, we look at it from our, nat- our local perspective, but they can look at it from a national perspective as well. Or they'll talk about and give instant reaction to what in the world Baker Mayfield did on Thursday night oh, that we had not seen in forever, right? So just like we have for the culture, they've got uh, the take of the day, and you can check that out where you check us out, the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you download your podcast. And the other thing you can do, hopefully next weekend, you're eating it in celebration of a good game from Desmond Ritter. But if not, Bill Bar works for you regardless. So make sure that you go to built.com, look for the code locked on 15. That's the code you can use for your first order and remember that's 100 real chocolate and remember it's a protein packed bar 15 grams of protein and only 160 calories i mean my goodness you can use it to keep you stressed your stress low free i don't want you stressed out keep your stress no, down but also yeah. cool cool stocking stuffers for the christmas holiday and holidays overall check out built.com locked on sports atlanta family where have you been all of our lives you guys been here. I know at least 5,000 of you guys have been here because we have like 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. You guys have been liking and subscribing to our YouTube channel. We really appreciate you for that. And if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, be a part of the movement to get us to 6,000. Go ahead and do that. Also, one more thing. If you want to get in contact with the show, you watching, listening out there. Obviously, you are, if you can hear me. ATLDayOnes at gmail.com. ATLDayOnes at gmail.com. ATLDayOnes at gmail.com. That might be a song. That sounds like a little catchy little hook. But anyway, you want to get in contact with show, ATLDayOnes at gmail.com. We really appreciate you for that. But T, this is for the culture. It is the intersection between sports, entertainment, the culture, and sometimes whatever. If you want to talk about that's how we get down on this show. Today is no different. Um, we all know that um Obel, Obel. Odell Beckham <laughs> has been, you know, kind of politicking, trying to figure out where he's going to play and and whether or not he's going to um, come back. He obviously had an injury later later on in last last season, so that's why he's been kind of rehabbing and trying to make sure everything is all 100%. So lately he's taken a couple of visits. He visited the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and uh, he was asked about uh, whether or not he wants to, you know, get back on the – on the field right now and uh i thought he had a very interesting answer here's the question and the answer you you ready to go and you don't gonna tell us though we would appreciate if you did in the shop have you made the decision up in your own head of where you're going and are you are you ready i haven't made the decision and for me it's like i would like i would like to to be in a stable environment get up 6 a.m leave at 6 p.m for four weeks and then let's talk about it i've i've played football for a long time like, uh, I'm not saying that I couldn't step in and play regular season, but I don't see the point. 
I really don't. Like, I would rather play when that pressure's on. I would rather play when the lights is on. Like, I went through the whole playoffs, and I was, after having my first bad playoff experience, like, I, all I was ready for was to clear that off my name. Okay, See? Trey Young. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> um, wow, you, whoo, T, you got me with that one. So, for people, so yeah, we talked about early on in the show about how Trey Young wasn't feeling well and he didn't practice, so he stayed at the hotel. And Odell Beckham sitting up here in the shop. Yeah, man, I don't need to play no full game while I'm out there about the playoff. Man, come on, what are we doing here? If that's a tough one, and they're <laughs> yeah, like, come on, man. <laughs> but I would say they're polar opposites because yeah. what where and they're I think they're in different spaces, right? It, it yeah, appears, of course. Follow me on this one. So with Odell, okay, you were much of the reason that the Rams won that Super Bowl last year because Hold you on. got injured in the first half, but you played the rest of the first half injured, and so you were very much a critical component of them getting that ring, right? So you yeah. kind of have a little bit of a cachet to do as you will. That's why everybody's been courting you and chasing you the entire season because they saw yeah. what you did in your one season with the Rams. You and Von Miller, you you guys were the really the hired guns to get them where right. they wanted to be. Indeed. So, okay, we'll give you a little cachet for being that guy. And he knows that at the end of the day, Whomever he lands with is just trying to do that same thing, maybe just in a compressed space. So, okay, I don't agree with it at all. That's some foolishness because that makes it seem like you too are thinking that it's all about just the postseason. But on the same token, maybe you have a little trepidation because of that injury, right? And maybe yeah. you're thinking if I'm going to go out there. And, and not willing to admit to that part, right? That's you what know? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. exactly what I think. Like if I'm going to put myself in harm's way and I know I'm not 100%, oh, it's only going to be for a certain stretch with a certain team that I think is almost a certainty to go to the Super Bowl. Whereas with Trey, I think his comment was more of just, I don't think, you know, and, and we say this in jest, but in the reality, I don't think his comment was nearly as salacious as people made it out to be, right? I think he yeah. was just saying like, you know, it's just not as fascinating. It's not as exciting. It doesn't just, you know, the regular season just didn't get a rise out of him, which I mean, that's the true. A lot of things are ratcheted up in the postseason. However, I think in hindsight, he realizes, A, that that wasn't quite the comment to make, and B, when the season then sound seems like it followed up with that commentary, then you come back this season and we expect greatness because you said basically that you learned your lesson. So with him, I think he understands now, no, you're going to have to bring your game up in the, in the uh, regular season. And you said it a couple of days ago, like it's not at this point, it's not next man up. It's you. You are the next man. So, yeah, this go round, maybe more so than any go round, because that Eastern Conference has tightened up and tightened up and tightened up. This is where, no, you, you won't be able to do an OBJ. You you got to no. do, you got to get into it. You got 82, 80, not 82 now, because, of course, they played around 25 games. But, I mean, you essentially have about 55, 60 chances to get this thing right so that you can get to where we where we sincerely think Trey Young, DJ and company can get to, which is in that upper echelon, that one through four. 
so that they can at least have that opening round. But yeah, okay, OBJ, oh, okay. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, like with, with OBJ and, you know, as you kind of, like you have that that tone to that kind of, that soothing tone to kind of just ease me, ease, me, ease me down a little bit. So, you know, so so I'm with you, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think that if you win a Super Bowl, you know, you can kind of pick and choose, you know, where you want to go. And obviously there's a, he has an asset that teams that are competing for Super Bowls want. I get that. That's a whole, that's cool. I, I, I'll have, a, you know what? I don't have a problem with that at all. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. On, I'm cool on that. It's just the fact that it came out of OBJ's mouth. Yes. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if somebody like somebody well-respected, like uh, let's just say um, for instance um, not Terrell. Yeah, like if Larry Terrell, if Larry Fitzgerald said, gun. you know what, I'm cool. I just wait for a little while. Yeah, you know everything to see what, see how things work, and then then get right for the playoffs. Yeah, nobody would have had a part. It would have been a peep. But when you jump on to this Trey Young, Trey Young thing now, like I've been feeling some type of way about about some of his actions lately. And when you say when you you lose to OKC. You lose the New York Knicks. You, know, you have all the, st- the story and stuff leaked out that from your camp, which I wholeheartedly believe. I don't have any inside information on that, but I believe it came from your camp because it made Nate McMillan seem like a butthole. <laughs> so, we'll, but we'll get into that a little bit later on. But, but when you have and you ain't won, Jack, you ain't won nothing. You ain't won no dog on championship ring. So yeah, it, I hope, I hope on Monday. When we come back on ATL Day Ones, that we're talking about Trey Young at least being in the game, yes. and then hopefully he can show that, hey man, I still got it. I'm not letting all this stuff get to me from a mental standpoint, and he get out of this doggone shooting slump from 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 three point line. Yeah, and I love what you said that he at least shows that effort because. Really, that entire team, especially those younger guys, they're going to be looking they, to see yeah, if he's, you know, conceding because three of the starters are out, or is he saying, no, we're going to battle because on any given night, any given team can win with any given lineup. And I certainly hope they think yep. that. But speaking of on any given night, anything can happen. Boy, there are some serious battles at Center Park Stadium this weekend. We've got about five high school finals championship games to play this weekend. So good luck to all of our high school athletes out there. There is yeah. even one that's undefeated. There, there's was uh, Langston Hughes and Gainesville. That's probably the one everybody has their eye on tonight because that's a couple yes. undefeated. And Langston Hughes has been eyeing that thing since uh, they got literally just edged out by a hair uh, last season for that title. So good luck to all you guys who are hanging out at Center Park Stadium this weekend. Be safe. Have a good time and just get it done. Y'all come back now, you hear? Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.